So, one million in one year. That's my personal challenge on managing this money that I've been talking about, right? And that I put out the first episode on the other day. This is gonna be short and sweet, but uh, you know, I was in the grocery store this weekend doing some shopping and looking at the magazine section. There's all these magazines that are trying to give advice. And you know, it's hard to know what you should take, what you should listen to. And again, I'm not a money manager. I've got no ACC licenses. Just trying to find out what's the best way to invest, to make the best returns. Um, and I've challenged myself to turn a sum of money. We've got about 154 in there right now. There'll be some, a little more coming um, that I'm gonna put in there and throw in the pot, uh, but uh, turn that into a million in a year. Risky maybe, I don't know. Is it possible to safely do that? I'm gonna see. But, you know, looking at all these magazines that, you know, they're, they're all, you know, kind of get rich quick and, and do this, do that. And you know, really it's, it's, it's unclear who to trust and where to turn. So, um, <clears throat> this one made me laugh. I mean, getting rich, it's a complete guide. You know, if you want to get rich, get this one. And then the tax guide, and then, you know, your essential guide to e-commerce, the future. If you know the future, please let me know. So talking a little bit about the anxiety. So I woke up Sunday morning and went back to do a little work. And I was like, man, should I take that down? Should I do the one million in one year? Greg, you just revealed everything in this one account you know, and you're talking to everyone about what you're gonna do. So I could make the million, I could lose everything I have in that account. I could have a 25% loss, 10% loss. I could only make uh, 30% over a year. I could only make 5% over a year, I don't know. But there is a lot of anxiety there, but I'll tell you, Regardless of what happens, I'll take you along for the ride. And uh, I've decided to do it. And maybe there'll be a lot of uh, gold even in the failures, you know? Um, with what I've researched that maybe doesn't turn out the way I thought it would. And, uh, but I hope you enjoy it. I hope you'll interact along with me. Let's talk on any platform that I'm putting this out on. Um, please message me your thoughts and uh, your advice and uh, let's talk about it. See ya. I'll tell you another question that I have in doing this. Is there enough information available to the consumer in a capitalist economy, the stock market and other investment tools? Is there enough information for the common man like myself or woman um, to to make it, to invest intelligently, to make gains, to make strides without being on Wall Street or, you know, you know, just with information that's available to the public. Can we do it? I have a real question about that. 
and <clears throat> which is why we all have to go through funds managers and everyone else. So I want to see if it's possible. Um, that's a real concern I have just about the overall state of affairs. And it's a real question mark that I have. And I see people that make it all the time. I'm just not sure if, <clears throat> if it's real. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this experiment, which is an experiment done with real money, my money, over a year period. This should be a fun ride. But uh, I believe in failure. And the, the more I can fail, the more I'll learn. And uh, the, the more I'll grow. Hopefully my wallet will grow, but uh, maybe just my knowledge will grow. We'll see. Um, but uh, those are all real questions that I, I have. I think that a lot of people have those questions. And I want to remove the mystery. I'm tired of the mystery. I want to peel the layers back and I want to see how it all works from stocks to stock options to shorts to investing in digital currency um, and maybe more as more is revealed to me as I do my research and I plan to share everything with you. So I hope you respect that. I think some will. I think I'll get a lot of detractors and haters out there as well, but uh, you're all welcome. Come on along for the ride. One of the places that I like is the Wall Street Journal. I think it's a credible source. Um, they send out a 10 point email summarizing what's going on every single day. And I really like it. And looking at it, there are a few things that jumped out at me. So a few things that jumped out at me today in the journal were that, you know, the street, Wall Street investors were, were looking at big tech a little bit skeptically right now because of the antitrust litigation and other things kind of calling into question uh, whether they have a monopoly or not and whether that's going to perhaps bring down, I guess, make it more volatile. Okay, or bring down the value, makes it a riskier proposition or investment. However, if you look at what's happened with some monopolies in the past, let's say Rockefeller, for example, Standard Oil, and with when they, you know, you had the trust busters, right? And um, they they busted it up into all kind of different oil companies and other uh, other things. If you read Rockefeller's biography, which I have, um, it's a very good biography. And when they busted the trust and when they divided his company into multiple different entities, all those entities took off and did really well. Nothing made him richer than the government splitting that huge entity, Standard Oil, who had vertically integrated all these things along the way, um, all these different industries into separate industries again and separate companies. So that made him richer than anything that he was doing himself. And he fought like crazy against them, the split up of the companies, when in fact, what made him the most money was the split up of the companies, oddly enough. So I don't know if long term, 
the breakup of that monopoly. And I'm not sure how that would shake down from a stock perspective, but I imagine if you have, if you own a stock in Facebook or Twitter or something like that, and it splits into separate companies, then perhaps you own uh, stock in each one of those companies, which starts low and then grows high um, over time as, a sep as separate entities. That's what happened to Standard Oil. So that doesn't necessarily scare me long-term, but right now I'm looking a bit more short-term within a year. Another thing that stuck out to me is the story on governments around the planet looking to speed the vaccination process to a global population, which I see as raising the entire economy <clears throat> worldwide, United States and worldwide, in addition to being really good for airlines, so airline stock, uh, cruise lines, Royal Caribbean, those, those and the like, and also for Airbnb, which I like a ton. And I'm, you know, I've got all my eggs in this account in just a few baskets. Okay. But I think diversification also kills investors a lot of times in anything because you don't have enough money in one stock or in one play. You don't commit fully to one play. And when you don't commit fully to one play, even if, if that if that thing takes off, you say, hey, I wish I could, have, how many times have we done say. that? Well, you can't do that unless you commit. I wish I'd have had Bitcoin at $500 a coin. But I didn't commit. I was unwilling to commit. That's one reason I'm not a huge fan of diversification. Um, I think you invest in what you know and what you believe and you live and die by those decisions and you learn from them and move on. So that's what this year is going to be. This is $1 million in one year. It's my show about me trying to take around one fifty dollars to $200,000. We'll see how it shakes down. I want this other little monies that, that I'm going to put in there. Um, and I'll show you that. And I'm probably going to put that in a crypto like Bitcoin or maybe diversified to a few, but uh, it'll be in crypto. And uh, <clears throat> we'll see how the entire thing shakes out over the next year. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. I've, I'm revealed. I've shown all my cards in this account and I'm going to take you on a ride where you can see the ups, the downs, the pitfalls. And I want to hear from you. Let's talk. Hashtag let's talk. I mean, I'd love to hear what you think, um, what your plays are. I mean, I know there's a, a lot of men and women out there who are investing. Um, and uh, stay tuned. I think I'm going to do a show on investing young, starting young. I have a couple of uh, boys who are 15 and 21. I have four girls that are younger, but the, the, the boys, they've already started investing. I've got a 15 year old who's in Sony stock because he loves PlayStations that have, you know, I think his stocks, you know, doubled or something. And, he, and I've got another one that's in uh, uh, Bitcoin and, and some other stocks that's working to make his money and pay for his room and board through law school. Okay. And doing it that way and using the market as a way to help him get there. Um, so, and, and, you know, I had people message me recently about how you can start small and those apps and what they use. So I'm going to do a show talking about that soon too. 
okay? But I thought I'd show kind of how I consume information some, and there's a lot of other ways too, and we'll get into that. But uh, glad that we're looking to vaccinate the public as quickly as possible, open back up the economy, and also very curious that the street may not be as hot on big tech right now, but is shifting to cybersecurity and electric vehicles, okay? Which is one of my big plays is Tesla, um, which I think is just a phenomenal company and still undervalued. So anyway, again, I have no securities licenses. Don't listen to what I say. And, you know, I'm not your financial planner. So, um, but uh, stay tuned for the fun ride, one million in one year.